0: What's up, y'all? Welcome to Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We're talking superheroes, TV, movies, video games, anime, cartoons, action figures, and more. I'm Lawrence St. Victor. We got Jack Walker Pearson, Richard Wilson. We got Christopher St. Victor. Gentlemen, how are you? What's going on
1: in your world? Is your kid sleeping in the background?
0: He is. That's why I'm talking like this.
1: <laughs> Me like, what's too. going on? <laughs> I picked up this comic today. Called Ordinary Gods, and I have no idea why I picked it up. It's just a rando comic, and it's uh, it's okay. Wow, strong pitch! Strong, (laughs) (laughs) I I, I like what
0: you got on the cover. It's
1: interesting. Well, I think we have historic figures you got like a Queen Elizabeth figure, some sort of Japanese samurai dude. This could be Stalin, and then the African-American guy is from the, the modern day in the comic, and he's kind of the linchpin for time exploding, I guess. He gets lynched, Jack? What? Oh, did I say that? <laughs> I guess it's just three <laughs> brothers now because <laughs> a shot of milk's out. You can't say stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I said <laughs> pin. <laughs> Yo, Chris is
2: done.
3: No.
1: Chris,
0: um, oh, man, that was good. Uh, Chris, what you got? What, what did you do?
2: Uh I didn't do much, but I did get this. The it, preparations for oh. the it, yep, in preparations oh, for the Masters cool. of the Universe uh coming out on Netflix that we spoke about many times in this podcast. I started picking up the toy line. I liked it
0: super detailed. Looks dope. So Rich, what's up with you, man? Uh you know, I picked back up on um, is it wrong to
3: pick up girls in dungeons? Is it nah. though? Nah, it's not It's, uh, it's an anime um, underdog type anime guy um, gods descend down to the earth create kind of like guilds or familiars. and one guy he is an underdog he has he's the only he's the only person in his familiar and then just works his way up the ranks as both an adventurer and builds up his guild um, kind of falls in love with a, a star hero or a star adventurer. Um and yeah, it just expands on the story, you know. It's the classic underdog story, jiggly boobs. Uh, adventure, wait, Short play monsters. Wait, wait, monster. wait you,
0: did, you know? Did he slip in jiggly
1: boots?
3: He did. Classics. There goes our sponsors. Just, just classic. So We got lynching anime. and jiggly boots. This, yep. this,
1: this,
3: Once the lynching came into play, I had to lighten it up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you know, hey. it's that kind of podcast, everybody. Well, me, <laughs> I didn't much of anything, but I do got some pickups. It's, it's. I'm kind of late to this game, but I think it's pretty fitting for what we're covering today. I went to my neighborhood comic book shop and picked up just for Jack. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, Jack, let's do
1: it.
0: I'm holding up my berserk and Jack is holding up his berserk and I think we're best friends now. So that just happened. I also cop uh two and three. Um, I haven't read them yet, but, uh, you know, it's Keanu Reeves. I heard Jack, you told me so much about it already, and I'm excited to open this up. Felt like it was fitting for today's episode. Yo, it's my favorite segment, The Collector's Corner. It's show and
1: tell time! I better go first, because I kind of already segued into it. My show and tell today are... My three variant issues of Berserk number one. Oh, the three this ones. This is wait, which is this is the one Lawrence is holding up? Where you got? And I thought fitting too, since we're talking about Constantine today, starring Keanu. Um, this is Keanu Reeves' new comic book line that came out Berserk with uh, no vowels in the spelling, but you got Berser, Berser. Berser. And I also say this, dude. <laughs> there are dozens of variant covers so and many i didn't know which
0: are, one to choose
1: and some well some of them are worth hundreds but those you're not finding in your local comic book shop i'd say mm. that uh these are all basically face value i think these are like this guy's worth like 60 bucks now so whatever you paid for it keep it wrapped up it's already more valuable than what you paid for it i can't hey, read suck? it Wait, hold on i can't read it <laughs> well read it but take care of it so anyways you got the these are my Here's one, you got Keanu. It's it's very similar to um the old guard in the sense of he's kind of an immortal. He's kind of spoiler a spoiler alert.
0: Huh, I mean, you get that
1: off the first comic. Fair Not enough. Anyway. Fair enough. Um, and he's kind of going through he's his he's a like wolverine type guy going through the ages, you know. He's, mm-hmm. he's the, anyways, you got him blown up, blood in the background, arrow shot through his body. I, I'll shoot all these side-by-side side for you for the gram. This is my, it's your red cover variant. It's blood, baby. And then this one, oh, I was cool. It's more classic Keanu look, tight shirt, ripped up. Definitely nope. got a
3: Wolverine thing going. Rich, what you got? I've been looking for this pop. I don't get really big pops that much, but I got this one. Uh, Rick from Rick and Morty. <laughs> He's in his ship. <laughs> I need to start visiting Hot Topic more to get Pops, because they got the little exclusive choice. I need to start expanding my 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 larger size Pops. There's a um, Game of Thrones with Daenerys Target. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need to pick that one up. Breaker yeah. of Chains. Mother, mother of Dragons. Drag, as well as some other ones. There's, uh, there's a, a Rathalos from Monster Hunter that I need to pick up. If y'all haven't played Monster Hunter, y'all really need to play that, too. Chris what you got man?
2: I have this. Do you guys remember the Transformers? Yo! Yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay, do you remember Transformers? Yes. Yeah. Okay, do you remember the bootleg version of Transformers GoBots? Yes. I'm yeah. going to go down a deep rabbit hole. There was a spin-off of GoBots <laughs> called Rock Lords. Yes. And that's what this is. This is a Rock Lord. All they did was they took a they they took a Japanese toy line, a Japanese cartoon line, and stole a bunch of stuff. Bandai took it and marketed it to uh, the United States. And this was a a, a short lived branch off of Gobots called Rock Lords. All this guy does is roll up and turn into a rock. That's what he does. So
0: <laughs> that's all, all you got to do.
2: That's, that's all incredible. you need to do. Yep. Yep, very obscure, but still very cool.
0: And this was actually a toy I had when I was a kid. And okay, I guess I'm up. So Jack has gotten me some pretty cool birthday gifts over the years, but I have to say this one was pretty dope. As anyone who knows me knows, I'm the biggest Superman fan you'll ever meet maybe exception of Jack. So when he got me my very own black Superman, the Earth 23, like president Superman. Um, and it's a dope action figure. It's just nice to have a black Superman. He looks like me. <laughs> we're going to do something different. We're going, instead of doing the news, we're going to slide into the debate. We're going to slide into those debates. So Jack, hit me with that. Let's get ready to re- <laughs> So. Keanu Reeves, I have to say, I think he's arguably one of the most pliable actors. Like, you really can put him on almost anything, and it just works. Whether it's John Wick, The Matrix, Bill and Ted, Constantine, like, he just, he easily fits. So if I gave you The Hollywood Reigns, and you had to make a new comic book movie or series that hasn't existed yet, who would you cast Keanu Reeves as? Now, you can adapt an ongoing story or can it be an original story, but it has to be with a comic book character. Who wants to go first?
2: I'll take it. So in vain of WandaVision, in vain of Loki, meaning you have something that's not the typical superhero story, something different, I would cast Keanu as the question out of DC because it's very, very different than a lot of the characters we've seen. I think he'd do well as like a, because the question is like this 40s style, like gumshoe private eye detective guy, conspiracy theorist. And I think uh, he would do well with that. So I think I'd be interested in seeing that.
0: Series or movie?
2: Probably series. I don't think the question is strong enough to hold up by himself on a, on a movie. I think it'll do a it better format as a as
0: a series. I'll, ju- I'll jump in. Don't jump <clears drop throat> the ball, Jack.
1: <laughs> now, I'm bending it a little bit. Although See, this you guy, you, you be bending. Hold up, hold up, hold up. This guy has been in comics, but he originated in a video game. The reason why I think Keanu Reeves would be just incredible to play this role is um, it's from the Final Fantasy VII video game. The role of Vincent, Vincent Valentine, oh. and the reason I think he'd be dope is because it'd be a spin-off series that revolve around Vincent's origin. And this guy is dark. He's mysterious. He's he's there's a lot of mystique about him. Uh, he's great with guns. He's great with combat. He's soft spoken, which is Keanu Reeves' kind of strength as an actor. He's got a uh, intimate sensitivity about him and he's uh, you know vincent is he's kind of vampire-esque he's not a vampire but he's yeah like, skin he's he right. doesn't an eat, and he looks like like keanu reeves straight up kind of looks like this guy
3: good pull good pull rich what you got listen i always like to see a good villain i feel like keanu reeves would be a good Mr. Sinister. Oh. I I saw a picture of Mr. Sinister with similar um, facial hair of of Keanu Reeves from John Wick. And I was like, yo, he can do that. Do a nice little origin story, make it a movie of how Mr. Sinister became, got his powers, worked for Apocalypse. I think it would be a good movie. That'd be it, I would watch that. I'm with that, I would watch that. I know this kind of goes against the rules, but I also see him as a good Punisher. It's a good play.
0: So it, he kind of He's already playing the Punisher. <laughs> yeah, and I don't care. He can be time. a Punisher, though. He can be a Punisher. He can, yes. Well, and now
1: that Marvel's opened the timeline. He
0: mm-hmm. uh, could be Earth. Earth mm-hmm. We're going to talk about Loki every oh, episode. Oh, yeah. You're going to hate this. Every episode. <laughs> every episode. And I love Loki, for those of you who haven't listened to our Loki episode yet. um, Man, you know, I have two answers for this, so I'll make them brief. I would love to see Keanu Reeves play whatever the Batman Beyond version of Nightwing is. Like in that timeline. Oh! Night Dick Grayson. And he's still in Gotham. He's still in Bloodhaven too. And while the Batman Beyond and Bruce are taking care of the high level crime, he's just in the street, still as Nightwing. I thought, I think that'd be kinda kinda dope. That would be dope. And then my second answer is similar. I would love to see him play Gambit in the Logan timeline, That's Gambit was going to be one of my polls.
1: Well, but, but I'll say like, this, and this might be a paradox. With the same thing, we'll, we'll definitely get into with the Constantine. Count Reeves playing Gambit isn't going to do the Cajun accent and stuff, and no, is it still Gambit? Mm. I think
0: everything else about him works so well as a except old man for, Gambit.
1: Except for who he is. The second you remove that, you actually remove the, the who the character is. So is Gambit Gambit if he's not still Cajun?
0: I would be okay seeing a Gambit without the accent if it's Keanu in the Logan timeline. But... To contradict myself i would have a problem not seeing that accent in like present day new x-men movie stuff so i don't know but or he can do the accent he can try the accent maybe he's good at it maybe he can do the accent mm-hmm. but that's our sort of debate i think we all gave great answers so there's no debate really okay now we are gonna need something a little different here this is our look back episode where we look back at a movie to see if it still holds up Jack Walker Pearson is going to take the reins. He's going to drop news and trivia about this movie, and then we're going to get into a recap, and then we're going to get into whether this holds up. Yeah. Walker
1: Pearson, here's the news. Thanks, Lawrence. Don't quit your day job. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Constantine originally appeared when two artists approached Alan Moore and said, hey, listen, dude, we really want to draw a comic book character that is inspired by Sting. And Alan Moore loved the idea. Hence, John Constantine was born into the comics, issue number 37 of the Saga of Swamp Thing, a washed up Liverpoolian Londonite with a real bad smoking habit. The movie was originally going to be directed by a different guy, not Francis Lawrence, and it was going to star in the title role none other than Nicolas Cage. Yo,
0: that was (laughs) the craziest
1: experience ever. And for everyone who shit-talked this movie because it ended up not being a guy from Liverpool with an accent, Nicolas Cage in that script was going to be blonde. He's going to have earring. He was going to be chain-smoking, and he was going to be doing his best Liverpoolian accent. I feel like the <laughs> frantic energy
2: of Nicolas Cage about a Oh <laughs> yeah.
1: so Thank goodness Francis Lee Lawrence stepped in to, to direct, and the rest is history. Will Smith highly recommended Shia LaBeouf be cast in the role of Chaz, which happened. Wow! Oh, spoiler alert for anyone who's you know spoiled. hasn't seen
0: this movie that came out of <laughs> two thousand five.
1: Right, right. So, some fun facts: the film was originally titled Hellblazer, which is what Constantine's comic book storyline, which is successful and was actually the longest-running comic book line. The reason they didn't title the film Hellblazer at the end of the day was because Hellboy had dropped the year before and they thought it would be a conflict of interest and people wouldn't know what to do. Peter Stormare, the actor who was cast as Lucifer, may be best known for his beloved role as the Russian cosmonaut from Armageddon is attributed for having designed the look of Satan in the film. He pitched the idea that Satan be in an off-white linen suit with hot tar dripping from his feet. Oh, that's and so honestly, guys, I could not be happier that Francis Lawrence and the studio uh, agreed to go that direction because the original design for Satan was,
0: and I'm not making
1: this up, that he'd be in leather pants, bare-chested, and wear a spiked dog collar and a, have face tats.
0: Sounds like Jared Leto's Joker to me. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So so the redirect was just, uh, you know, I couldn't couldn't be happier yeah. that they were all willing to play ball. You might notice Constantine is smoking constantly through the film. He mm-hmm. smokes exactly 13 cigarettes. And to me, this is a testament as to why the film works. Their attention to detail is really high with, with all elements, not just the smoking thing. Like even the, um, the piece of cloth that he lights on fire to kind of ward off the, the demons that are attacking him in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. That cloth was uh, – the scene got cut from the movie, but the cloth, the symbolism of the cloth was it was actually from the cloak of Moses. So it had this biblical power oh, to, to, to
0: Oh, okay. I was wondering was, that. Like, why? Yeah. I was wondering. Yeah, it, that it ended up
1: it. getting cut because there wasn't time for the exposition of the scene. But um, so, like, everything had symbolism and, and stuff. So he smokes 13 cigarettes, which is symbolizes both good luck and bad luck, depending on the cultural relevance and that's what the cigarette smoking form is. What are some other things? So the Spear of Destiny, or the Holy Lance, this is a real thing, right? The yeah. spear that pierced Jesus' son. And it resides in the imperial treasury of the Hofburg Palace in Vienna, Austria. Oh, wow. But before it found that resting place, it had exchanged hands throughout the centuries. One of the people known to have owned the spear at one point was actually Hitler. Is that, that's um, the flag that was it was wrapped in, right? Yeah. That, which was the flag it was wrapped in that they find at the beginning of the movie because Hitler was big into the occult. They,
0: yeah, he was trying to
1: yeah.
2: make an unholy army. Like, he was trying to do crazy, crazy, yeah. crazy things. Go, after you guys listen to this Go down that rabbit hole. No, no, no. (laughs) I will
1: not. (laughs) Which is is the other thing that's interesting. Because of all that, the flag that it's actually wrapped in, that Nazi flag in the beginning, Francis Lawrence and the production team had the flag burned because they were like, listen, we don't need one more Nazi flag on the planet. I mean, real talk. (laughs) But the other thing that was interesting about that is when Constantine meets Gabriel for the first time, if you pay attention, there's a giant wall tapestry uh, depicting Jesus being stabbed with the uh, the holy lance. Oh wow! Uh, which goes into planting the seeds for how the whole thing—spoiler alert—plays out in the end. And those were the fun facts. Fun facts with Jack. Bam. <laughs> Bam. All right, recap. So here's the Constantine recap. <laughs> Basically. A holy spear is found in a Mexican wasteland. The guy who finds it is possessed, but also given superhuman powers and (coughs) sent on a long foot trip to Los Angeles, city of angels. Meanwhile, Constantine is a washed up demonologist who literally has been to hell and back and is trying to cheat his way into heaven by doing good deeds to get into God's favor. Long story short, he gets mixed up with this girl, Angela Dawson played by Rachel Wise who's a detective investigating the death of her twin sister Constantine becomes wrapped up in this supernatural plot involving both demonic and angelic forces working together to bring about the birth of Lucifer's misfit son Maman which will ultimately bring about the end of times and in the end John Constantine kills himself to get the devil to actually come out to earth to collect his soul which the devil does and then he ends up telling the devil hey man your son's actually in the other room that was like what do you mean my son's in the other room he was like yeah go check it out devil gets pissed sends his boy back to hell says john what do you want john says you know what listen i know i'm going to hell but what do i want i want that girl who committed suicide my friend's twin sister, to go to heaven, so give her soul back. So the devil goes, eh, all right. Thus, tricking the devil inadvertently, John wins some brownie points. Instead of going to hell with the devil, he's sent to heaven. This pisses the devil off, so the devil saves John's life and says, eh, you'll you'll mess up again, so I'll see you after you. Uh, The devil not just
3: saved his life, but he extended his life because he was supposed to die of cancer.
1: Yes, he pulls yes. out, the, he pulls uh, the, the, out cancer. the cancer. And then another fun fact, which you guys probably didn't wait around for, there is a post credit scene. John Constantine goes to the graveyard and literally finds the largest gravestone I've ever seen in my life in any <laughs> film. And it says uh Chaz, because his buddy Chaz played by Shiloh Boss is killed him. Yeah and he puts his lighter on the grave and then Chaz comes down as a winged messenger of heaven and winks at Keanu and Keanu acknowledges him and he takes the lighter and flies up there. And that was the post credit. Oh shoot, now I got to go back and watch it. All right, so the question is, does this movie hold up? Yes. Yeah, I think it holds up. Jack. I do. I think the movie holds up.
0: The reason why I'm going last is because I this is my first time seeing the movie. I've never seen this movie before. What? I know. I don't know how I missed it, but I missed it. So me watching this now is me watching this now, and I have to say, it held up for me. <laughs> there were there there were some there were things I think in it that would have to be kind of you know changed just because the way we do movies now are a little different with bigger franchises. But I thought I enjoyed it. I had a good freaking time and. I didn't expect it to be as, as scary as it was. Some of those jump
1: scares got me. I didn't realize. i like, this is scary. I enjoyed it. Here's what doesn't work, though. If, if I'm going to see a Superman movie, regardless of when it's made, and I go into the theater, and Superman's not from America. He's from London for no reason. He, he doesn't look like Superman. He's got blonde hair, and he speaks in a British accent. But it's just called Superman. And they're not telling me why I'm seeing a different version of him, but I'm seeing a different version of him. You destroy the movie for me. So if I'm a if I'm a John Constantine fan, yeah, I'm pissed because yeah. I'm not seeing the character who's supposed to be in this film. So I'm not even watching a Constantine movie.
0: And but yet, as not as not a fan because I, right. I don't know too much about the comics, and I only know of him because of the CW and the animated movies. So not a whole lot. How was all right? It, it, it be it. Most people aren't really Wolverine fans. So, so they don't know he should have mm-hmm. an accent. They don't know he should be 5'2". Right, right. That's kind of how I felt here.
1: That's kind of a great point. Uh, That's kind of a great point. If you're a
0: Constantine fan, you should be let down. Like him being from Liverpool and Sting, all that stuff you said, is like defining traits. But I knew nothing about Constantine, man. I didn't know anything about Constantine when I first saw the movie. And then when I saw, when I saw
3: him in the animated series and then also on the CW, I was like, Wait a minute. I mean, I, I had to do my research after that, but you know, I liked them in both. But you know, I, I fell in love with him, if you will, and with with Keanu Reeves. Like, oh you know, I, I liked that
2: version of him first
3: before I liked the, the original. Yeah, so this the is my thing- first
2: exposure to Constantine, so I didn't have a problem with it because I had no, uh, I had no reference point.
1: Yeah, and that, and that's the same, same is true with me. But I know that pre two thousand five when the movie was released. The Hellblazer series and the character of John Constantine was actually really celebrated. He's always on like the top 10 or the top 50 of 200 best characters. He'd be in the top 50 of it. Like, Constantine is a well-known and beloved character. And that is the problem with the film. The problem with the film isn't the film. It's not the filmmaking. It's not the performances. It's not the story. All of that works. It holds up. Hmm. It's how did you tell a Superman story without putting Superman in the story
0: and still call it Superman. I wonder how it fared internationally, especially in, you know, England and Europe where they're getting like their DC blockbuster film around a character that's based in their culture. And then it's kind of stripped. I wonder how, what that response was like back then. I'm gonna do some research. Um, I don't know. I don't know if
2: he's big enough, if he was big enough
0: of a character for people to like be like, Oh, this is, this is our
2: guy. Like Black Panther was our hero. Con- yeah. I don't know if content was big enough for people to be like, you know, this is the guy who represents us. This is this is our hero or our, our anti-hero, whatever you want to call. Him.
1: It's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that either. I know that now. You know, almost twenty years later, the way the film is regarded is um, it is regarded as one of the most underappreciated and underrated comic book movies that has ever come out.
0: To be honest, watching, watching that, this,
1: I was kind of
0: like. Prepared not to like it too much. Like, I know that it was probably good for its time, but I'm like, I missed it. It's probably going to be whatever. And I was like, this is pretty freaking dope. Like, how is this not on lists? Like, how is this not coming up as much as it should?
1: And it's great casting for him. Like, Keanu Reeves is, you know, some things are better than other things for him. This, at that point in his career, he's great casting he's great all right guys so it looks like we're kind of on the same page that the film does in fact hold up and we like it Mm -hmm. what what didn't work about the movie for us though can i go jack yeah yeah you go ahead there
0: thank you jack (laughs) honestly a lot of it uh worked for me i think thinking about how movies are made now that you have franchises and and big picture deals and, and big ideas that i feel like for this because I'm trained to think in a multi-movie way, I wanted the mythology more defined. I wanted things explained more around the supernatural nature of it. And I knew they did all they can do in a two-hour movie, but knowing like if they had like a five-movie deal and this is going to be the beginning, they would have more time. If movies like this, I'm big into the mythology. I want to know how it works. I want to know how Satan, Lucifer can show up, but he can't sense his own child in the other room. Like I want to know... What is God's point of view? Is there a point of view? Is it just what John says were ants? Or I just wanted more, but that's not the movie's fault. That's just what they were doing in 2005.
1: You know, the, there oh, there were a lot of things like um, Moses's cloth. Mm-hmm. Like there are things that were in the script that were cut for time's sake and this and that. Like um, the the gun that John is using at the end of the film, the cross gun. So shotgun, yeah, I think it's
2: cool. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, that's explained a little better. Uh, some of that stuff met the cutting room floor. But I hear what you're saying. I don't know that that, that element necessarily, I did wonder that too. I was like, how's the devil up here and doesn't know what's going on with his son, but I guess hell is a big place. <laughs> Hell's a big place. It,
0: it, it is. And it's not something that I think makes it not hold up. I just know that if it came out now, those details probably will be carved out because you're planning to have five of these. So you kind of need to have these elements in place.
2: Yeah, I mean, this movie it just this movie just worked for me. I don't know if anything I would actually change it in a whole for me, but I like the lore. I like the that they brought in, like, brought in real biblical um, artifacts and stuff like that. It makes me more engaged into the storyline. Fun fact, true story, 100% true. I once petitioned the Catholic Church for an exorcism. This was like, yeah, this was like 15 years ago I did. So the whole story behind, I just, it just, stories like this, I kind of, I kind of I gravitate towards. So I really like this.
1: I like, I'll tell you what I loved about Hmm. the film. I I love that not a lot of stuff was spoon-fed, but it was really clear like what you are saying was missing, Lawrence, was there. They just didn't explain it for us. Mm -hmm. Like, um, all the trinkets that they had, the, how to use the mirror. I know who this guy is. I've got this uh, little Rolodex pocket thing that I can find out what saints I need. Like the, the attention to detail was there. And I, there was never a question where I didn't know that John knew what that cloth was. You know, I, as the audience member didn't know. Um, But like even like 666 is if you if you watch the movie, you'll see the subliminally there's six six six, and then there's six one six. There's three 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 for different characters. Like even on Angela's handbag, had certain symbols that told you subconsciously what side of the light or dark she's on. There's just like so many little specific Easter eggs. And listening to Francis Lawrence's commentary, it was clear that. They were really really paying attention to, it. and that's the irony of it. Like they were paying so much attention to detail with the content that they didn't bring to life the John Constantine of the comics is a little odd to me. Like everything was so important.
3: yeah. and yeah. and
1: the other thing that's funny about that is the original script had it. He was from London and he was Liverpool, and it was it actually became a producer executive decision. And the second they changed that element, and they're like, "Nah, he's a he's a dude from Los Angeles." The script gained way more traction. So I'm not even sure that was on just because Keanu Reeves was cast in it. Although it definitely played an element, I would say. But he was originally going to have uh, blonde hair for the film.
2: Let me ask you a question, no, Jack. No, no. What would you rather have? Would you rather have the film as it is now with? kind of changing the character or would you rather have keanu reeves portray a constantine but a poorly a no, poorly executed I,
1: uh english I accent think the, i think the film holds up today because of what the film was yeah. the film it works because what keanu reeves does so well is what the film captured mm-hmm. you know and mm. so so to me it's a paradox i love these retro episodes and I love what they stand for. Does a film still hold up? Man, what a quest! And this film does, and yet it's bittersweet because it's kind of like uh, you sold me a phony bill of goods on some level, and that's why this film did so poorly. It wasn't because it was a bad movie. Mm. It's a pretty damn good film, actually.
0: It's interesting, man, and I—I I didn't see it back then, so I can't remember what the opinion was like about it. But I know there was a time post-Matrix where Keanu was hot and then people kind of just fell out of love with him. And I feel like this was kind of the falling out of love with him thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that can can also be a part of it too, right? That that it didn't do as well as it should have.
1: But it got immediate hate. Because your fanboys who wanted to see Constantine come to life got this. And yeah. so before I'm even looking at the, the film itself, I'm seeing that, what did you, do? this is the only way I can make sense of it for myself. I'm like, what did you do to Superman? Why does he have blonde hair? Why is he talking in a British accent? And I'm pissed. I don't care what the movie's about. You effed up the most important thing to me. So yeah. I'm doing nothing but shitting on this film for the rest of my life. And that's what happened with Constantine. It was so far removed from what the source content was, and yet everything else about the source content was pretty on the spot.
0: Because, Um, well, that's the irony, right? Because especially around that time of making movies, Blade, and then to Spider-Man and X-Men, even the X-Men's costumes being off, if you cast right, we'll forgive everything else in that movie that doesn't line up with the comic books. Spider Man can have organic web shooters, doesn't matter. But in this movie, when they get everything right, but you don't cast it the way they expect, no one wants to see it. It's so interesting.
1: And yet, that's Keanu forever. Reeves' performance really is a linchpin so or why it still holds up, though. So good. I'm so, I, you a real paradox.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, th- we have this h- huge discussion about Batman. If Batman 89 that's a Tim Burton one rich if Batman <laughs> 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 I think if batman eighty nine was it was an an obscure uh hero like Constantine was, I think we'd be we'd have the same kind of conversation as we would have now because because it was a good movie, but I think once you have like a high profile Asset or high profile property, it leads to more scrutiny. So we, we, you know, Lars never saw it. I don't think, and I don't know if we, except for Jack, I think none of us really knew much about content when we first watched it. So we kind of went in, in in our fresh eyes and took it as it was at face value, without having any like. You know, without having any of the the, the, the what if, like Jack said, the, like the other day, the what if factor, where you know this would be a great movie if I if I treat it as a what if, what if Superman kills people, what if this, what if that happened, we don't have any of that when we watch these movies. That's why I think we 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 had this conversation for Constantine, we had the same conversation for Blade, but the conversation for Superman and Batman was very very different. So it's well, I think
0: when you have a movie that's obscure or 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 you're casting it in a weird way. The thing that Superman, Batman, even uh, the the, the Spider-Man movie, right? You have, you cast it, but then you have other actors in there that kind of legitimize it. So to have Gene Hackman and Marlon Brando in your Superman movie, even if they didn't cast a guy that looks like Superman, those actors legitimize the movie. Jack Nicholson, Michael Keaton looks nothing like how Batman should look, but you got Jack Nicholson in this movie. So we're already going to go because it has to be good because it's Jack Nicholson. This movie didn't have you had Keanu, who probably unfairly people were falling out of love with him, maybe overexposure. I don't remember at that time. And they didn't have that thing like, you didn't have Al Pacino show up as Lucifer. If that was the
1: case, but look at okay, that's fair, not Al Pacino, but look at the cast. You got a really good cast and a really good performance. I'm not
0: talking, I'm not talking about good actors, I'm talking about the name recognition like
1: well Keanu was the selling factor
0: so if he was the name and if people have issue with him you don't have another thing to to draw people in if you you're, if you hate the lead if you hate him
1: i mean he was pretty hot at that time
0: but if you hate him cuz he doesn't look like Constantine yeah. then at least you'll show up because Al Pacino's playing Lucifer you'll show up for that if you, if you don't like this unknown skinny guy playing superman you're going to show up for Brando and Gene Hackman.
3: Right, right. If you
0: don't want to see Michael Keaton, who's this little guy playing Batman? Go Jack Nicholson's Joker? I'll show up for that. They didn't have, like, they put it all on Keanu in this movie to sell it, rather. Yeah,
1: yeah and, the, and the critics tore it apart when, when they pre-screened it and it came out. And the majority of what they tore apart was that Constantine's just not in the film. You know, his characteristics are in the film. His world is in the film. But the man is not in the film. And so people were shied away from even getting involved.
0: Let me ask you guys a question, man. What are the liberties you can take with these things? Like how far is too far? Because like I said, Wolverine doesn't have a Canadian accent and, and Hugh Jackman is not 5'2". But it's okay because the essence of the character is how we imagined him. What is a Canadian accent? A. A. A
1: well, well. You keep in a? mind, but also Wolverine had an Australian accent in the uh, in the nineteen.
0: 19- Are you talking about the seventies?
1: Uh, when I Australian, <laughs> which made sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, but nobody wants to see Wolverine run around with a Canadian accent. Yeah, What you got there, Arby's?
0: <laughs> For all our Canadian <laughs> listeners, Jack sends his sincerest apologies. <laughs> He's so an
3: he is that so
0: a big many. thing in Canada? Arby's? <laughs> you know, the ketchup chips are. Um, but, let, 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 but let me ask you guys this: if if there's things about this movie that just is just going to suffer from being is 2005, but it's good and had a good experience. But the one thing about this movie that doesn't hold up, or it makes it a paradox: how far
1: in Super? Here's, Super here's, here's in general, the difference, though. Here's the, here's the difference, though. In X-Men, yes, Wolverine was maybe a, a, the major linchpin of the thing but he wasn't the only thing you had all the x-men it wasn't called wolverine yet it was called x-men
0: we and showed then, up for that movie for wolverine and then you ground the same thing with marlon brando I was, patrick I was, stewart and mckellen
1: <laughs> legitimizing i was put out that rogue wasn't hot voluptuous redhead in her 30s Right. So you know what I mean? I was like, no. "Where's Rogue?" <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was like, "Where's she?" At?
0: Constantine avoided having Holly Berry doing an African accent in a movie. Like Constantine said, "We're not going to do accents. We're just going to avoid." Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um. So my question is, and I want you guys all to but, answer but, this: What it
1: was? What it was? Ground up. You know, is his look, his accent, his point of origin, who he was. They was
0: changed everything. That. There wasn't
1: so an, even an attempt.
0: How far is too far? Yeah. How far is too far for you? I
2: think it. De- I think it depends on the asset. It Depends on the property. I mean, if there's something that has, you know, a ton of backstory, a ton Chris, of sentimental. Bat-
0: Batman. How far is too far?
2: Any 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 change like that is too far because Batman is a proper. It I think it, it varies on the property. It really does. If there's a property that you have sentimental value from growing up. Any change you're gonna have is gonna be a problem. But something like this, I don't care. He didn't have an accent. I well, didn't keep care. In
1: mind he had over 20 years of content and the longest running title, Hellblazer, was the longest running t- comic book. They title.
0: cast Idris hmm. Alba as the new Batman, new Bruce Wayne. How would you feel, Chris? <laughs> 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 That's not a fact. You know, my black is allowing to answer, right?
1: Yeah, he's conflicted. The new <laughs> Batman. Are you guys following Future State? Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne,
0: Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne. Man, come on, that's an unfair question. Come on, that's an unfair question. How far is too far? But it's also
1: been eighty over eighty years of Superman content and Batman content. Batman's older than Superman by a year.
0: How far is too far? I will say, I will say, if
3: I was a fanboy and I knew the, um, if and I followed Constantine the way a fanboy should. I would be upset if I saw this dark-haired uh Los Angianite. Right. <laughs> Did I say that right? It doesn't matter. <laughs> if I saw that and not an English and not my fellow Englishman or Englishman, blonde hair, <laughs> piercings, if I didn't see that, I would be upset. I'd be like, who who is this right, so that
0: fraud one. that you're trying to sell to me? Hilda Swinton played in Doctor Strange, went too far, right? It went too far for people, because that was supposed to be well, an Asian dude. Mm. Yeah, I don't think we lost the content of the character by changing the
2: origin. Now, I, I say this as a casual Constantine fan, not a hardcore Constantine fan. If I was a hardcore Constantine fan, it might have ruined the movie for me.
1: Well, I'll say this. That, uh, Marvel apologized publicly for casting Tilda Swinton as...
0: It had to, yeah. Now that's a product of the times. Her casting was just because they wanted to and they've done it before. I guess my question is this. Batman can't, Bruce Wayne can't be black because the Waynes have to be the one percentile. They have to be original money. They have to be that. That's part of the character. Would the movie be different if he's from Liverpool with an accent? Like would elements of his character be different? Would it change the nature of the story?
1: The performance would be different.
0: Would the story be different? Bruce the story Wayne?
1: Would not, the no, story Constantine.
0: Would yeah. like, oh, Constantine. If Bruce Wayne was black, you would have to change the story. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah I mean, Yes, 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 yes. So, Constantine, does the story change? Yeah, the performance changes. The swag, the culture, the feel of it. The I don't, texture changes, but I don't, the story I don't, change? I don't think it does change.
1: I don't think it does either. I yeah, mean, I think even it does if either. the film was set in London, it's still just a major metropolitan city. So that's, yeah. that, right. that,
0: that's where I kind of bump up against It matters Especially if you're a fan But if it doesn't change the story You can kind of argue with that liberty Yeah, that's a good point That's yeah. where I am with that
1: Well, there's something interesting About the, the fact that we're doing Very little conversating about the film itself That is why the film didn't work People weren't talking about the film They were talking about what, what the film You know
0: Let's, Okay, here's about the movie I enjoyed it. I did get confused at certain things because I didn't understand why this works here, why that works there. And like I said, I think that's my 2021 mind trained to ask all those questions. Like we're watching Loki. We're we're sitting there like Easter egg, what does that mean? What does that mean? We're trained to think that way. So I don't know if that's that or if they just, like you said, they had to cut so much out, they couldn't explain it. Like for example, I thought it was so dope when Keanu like brought his forearms together to make whatever. But yeah. I'm like, but I'm like, what is it? How? it's, all,
1: it's and you know what? It's funny. You, you, yeah, those because
0: because he has but trinkets, has, but he has that's like a superpower now. Like that's yeah. that, that's his body. And I'm like,
1: it's actually, a very specific tattoo again, too. It's like yeah. know, for some of those answers, you do need to go to the the commentary and listen to Francis Lawrence. But Talk I shouldn't
0: have. I shouldn't have to.
1: I know you shouldn't. Um, but that's the other thing that, that, on some level, made the movie so rich. It's like in most films, we are the audience is pandered to because we don't have these answers, and so they explain everything to us.
0: Mm-hmm. In this
1: film, John knew what it was, and it worked for him because he knew how to use it.
0: I'll say this. They were so clear. You're right with what they wanted to do. That even though I didn't understand this, that power forearms coming together, I didn't question it because yeah. I knew yeah. they knew what this means. And the way Keanu portrayed it, I knew way it. he rolled the sleeves. Like, like he knew. Yeah. So for me, I'm like, I don't. It's because we're so many years later. I know I don't get a sequel. I know like none of this gets explained.
1: There's there's interesting stuff like, um, you know, Chaz, his friend, John Constantine's uh, apprentice and cabbie, has been his mentor for years, right? And he's, he's had all these close encounters with death and has managed to survive, survive, survive. Except for this one time where midnight prays over him and blesses him before they go into battle. And Constantine goes, hey, I don't want the, I don't want the prayer on me. But then he dies. <laughs> like there's all these little things that are like, when you look at, when you look at the, the little details and texture of the film, it's like everything was, was actually working in unison, whether I understood it consciously or subconsciously. And to me, those are the things that made this movie rich and hold up.
0: The exception of the casting changes. Does yeah. anything else, does, any, does everything else hold up? Is there not another thing that doesn't hold up for you? And uh, all of you guys.
1: No, I think no. It's good. No.
0: It's good. I mean, the movie's good. Like, yeah. It's and a I'll, good movie. i
1: also say this. I've seen it several times now. It, it Me has too. replay value.
0: I wonder, I had such a good time watching this. And and I and I watch the conjuring. I watch those movies and I'm like, where is where is our constant? I know we have them on the CW and we've had animated movies, but I'm like, yo, where is our straight up horror movie, The Conjuring Exorcist Superhero movie? Like, why are we not making Constantine right now? Yeah. Cause it's so it's so good and holds up so well. I'm like. Get Daniel Craig. Get Daniel Craig if you're still mad at Keanu. Like, yeah. oh my
1: god, how brilliant would he be? <laughs> Come on, like if we oh, got I a. I would love
0: to see that. It just made me go like, where is this? Why don't we have more of this? Because yeah, it's, 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 good right on time. it's good content. It's good content, and and, the, and, the, and the, the cinema value of putting her underwater and the, the, the slow motion and, and the way the way they, yeah. they made those demons in hell. I was like, that but is even just water, brilliant. Even
1: water. Even the water in the film is this big biblical uh tone. I mean, baptism, nothing is wasted. That, they that's, were what, like, that's what worked about the content.
0: They were like, if this cross hits the water, it's the equivalent of the priest praying over the water. Therefore, that water becomes holy. Bet sprinkler system. That's brilliant storytelling. Yes. It's great.
2: I mean, this movie was rated I look at the IMDB rating, it's rated higher than Matrix Revolutions.
0: I mean, it's it's that's, it really that's was, not that's not saying that's <laughs> it's not saying. <laughs> <laughs> but still, too much. You know, I give a
2: lot of goods, not greats. But this movie really really is really
3: good. Yeah. It's like, really good. Really good. Yeah, like to the point that when I like a good movie, I will go to. Sleep. It will become my bedtime story. I put it on to go to sleep. I'll watch like maybe like the first like half hour and fifteen minutes, whatever the case may be. I watch it. I will wake up. I'll put it back on to finish it. Like it's a good movie. Like, it's a good movie
0: yeah. it's a good movie. I love that that like you said this Jack they put Lucifer in off-white and I loved it because oh, he is great. he's an angel yep. he is cut yep. from the same cloth as Gabriel he is an angel and he he's deformed from the inside that's why he's spewing all this stuff out but he's still mm. he didn't turn into this lizard he's still and- an angel.
1: And it's a testament to good filmmaking. These guys weren't so held to what they wanted that when he pitched a different version of what they had conceptualized, they embraced it. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, that's hard. That, that can be really hard for producers and directors to, to go, oh, yeah. actually, that's a better idea. Yeah. yeah, but it was God. Can you imagine him in the leather and
3: that? That, that would have been that would have been too much. Like what? Like we get it. He's from hell. Like all right, he's a deviant or whatever. But why? Why does he look like he's come, coming straight from like a, a
0: BDSM connection? We would have <laughs> said. We would have said it doesn't hold up. We came to yeah. that point. That would not have been timeless. No, it would not. That yeah. would not have yeah. been timeless. Yeah, man. I think we're done. I think. Yeah, I think so. I think this movie holds up. I think. We would all recommend it.
1: I so anyone listening, yep. go if you haven't seen Constantine, go watch that stuff. Go see. Go see it. Oh, yeah.
0: Constantine. Oh, yeah. We couldn't agree on Batman 89. Jim <laughs> Burton's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> we agree, we agree Constantine. on Constantine. Jack, yeah. good pull, man. Good pull. Yeah. Do we have any... Um, Recommendation? sure we do sure
2: we do so if you guys want to get more of your Constantine content um three animated movies that he they appears in Constantine City of Demons um, Justice League Dark and and yep. Justice League Apocalypse War which is a bad no, yeah watch oh, and yeah. see
0: Constantine Constantine harder than any Constantine has ever Constantine <laughs> in that one yep that's it <laughs> Good job. Jack, I'm really happy that you brought this movie to me because like I said, I haven't seen it before. So getting to see it for the first time. Well, y'all, that's our episode. Please like, subscribe, download, give us a follow. We're on social media. We're on Instagram, three brothers and a shot of milk on Instagram. Give us a follow. We're dropping content every day, almost all day. We have a lot of fun here. I'm Lauren St. Victor. We got Jack Walker Pearson. We got Richard Wilson. We got Christopher St. Victor in the house. Please come back. Same that time, same that channel. We out.